Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is 7th of the Game, Charlotte Hornets Fancast with your host Clint Mitchell and Scott Burgess. Uh, Scott, how are you? Uh, pretty chill. Starting to get a little cold out, so you know. A little. It's yeah. been like forty this whole week. I know, man. I'm about to start pulling weight. Like my skinny self can't handle all this. So I can't believe we <laughs> haven't gotten any snow yet. It is coming, and then we'll probably get some like late January. To be honest with you. Yeah, we'll get like some. Well, we're not in school anymore, but a lot of a lot of half days. <laughs> Whatever. Coming at Tim. Whatever the cor- uh, corporate world decides to reward us with. <laughs> um, but when you were in Asheville, was the the weather? Nah, man, it was just more cold. severe here. Nah, I mean, compared to Charlotte, it, it would just like flurry, sprinkle, probably get an inch or two worth of snow. But that's it. Nothing like crazy. But they were shut down schools just because it was cold. So, well, the Panthers lost. Everyone else in <laughs> NFC South uh, won. Uh, Baker Mayfield is with the. Yeah. God awful. It's, bro, really? Baker Mayfield? Really? Like, yeah. He should be called Baker Get Off the Field. That should be his <laughs> last name. He stinks. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't seen, uh, like, a commercial with him at all, like, at the stadium. But, like, I'm not. Uh, why, would, why would anybody want to see him? Who would want to market him? He's yeah, awful. at this he point, stinks. yeah, at this point, it, it's getting pretty bad. Like, you, you're, like, always being shown up by somebody else who... Definitely, you know, once had a starting job and then lost. Like, you're just proving Carolina's point more and more and more that, or even uh, the Browns' point, like, more and more and more. But it's just sad, man, at this point. Like, three points, three points. I saw a – there's that one commercial with him where he's, like, on a truck. Mm -hmm. I think it's Nissan, maybe. Yeah. But I'm not buying that truck. I I don't – yeah, couldn't advocate for a Nissan truck. (laughs) Yeah, well, with with Baker Mayfield, no thanks. <laughs> if it's as reliable as him, it'll be broke down. Yeah, and you're you're pretty much not carrying anything if you can't, you know, put this Carolina team on the back of uh, on your back and at least get a touchdown. Uh, probably not going to carry the team in the back of a Chevy truck or a Nissan truck. So the Panthers and Hornets have pretty much played the same amount of games. Pretty much. Yeah. Same same type of in record. Similar record. Similar almost. record. Almost like similar quality of games. But I, I will say in the games that some of the Hornets have won or even lost, like they've looked great. Like it seems like glimpses of hope. For the Panthers, uh, not so much. Uh which team do you think is more disappointing so far? Panthers, without a doubt. 
Um, uh, well, actually, no, in terms that, that of like play a, yeah. on the field, I would play say on the field, Panthers because they're like, they're not playing up to their talent. Yeah. Hornets ter- is just the injuries. Yeah, in terms of expectations, I would definitely say Hornets. Like I didn't, I kind of expected them to be like towards the bottom of the league, but not you know literally scraping the bottom of the barrel of you know looking at future lottery picks at this point of the season. But you know, granted, we haven't officially played 20 games yet so uh panthers have three wins hornets have four so <laughs> nice job hornets uh yeah just a uh, pretty unfortunate for both teams uh speaking of unfortunate uh we'll recap the two games that, mm-hmm. that, that we missed and uh two losses uh starting off with that loss against the pacers in charlotte pacers win it 125 to 113 uh what stuck out to you the most? Um, just a, the tenacity of the team, like having the injuries out with it being a back and forth game. Uh, seeing, you know, like everybody really starting to play like those full minutes, like uh, getting up to 30 minutes. Uh, of course, the unfortunate accident of uh, Lamella rolling his ankle. But and now I was thinking, you know, at that point, uh, when the team's up 117, 108, a uh, minute and a half left. It is like extremely rare that teams really come back within that time period because it's probably like, you know, 15 minutes worth of game time just spread out through timeouts and missed shots, layups, uh, not necessarily like smart family, but like coaches just trying to outsmart the other when obviously a coach who's up by um, like nine points is obviously going to get the upper hand within that situation. Um, kind of reminded me of like the Derrick Rose situation where like somebody was already up and then you have a star player go out, you know, like it's early in the season. You're going to meet them again. Um, at this point of your season, you shouldn't try to make every single game count, but if you have a player who's already hurt, um, didn't look hundred percent the last two games, I- I'm sent LaMelo out and I'm having somebody else finish out the rest of this game. Yeah, definitely a game the Hornets needed. Uh, mm-hmm. Hornets currently at four and twelve. Pacers seven six. This is a team that needed to jump in the standings. Yeah, and they just and kept it pretty close most of the game. Mm-hmm. But then they they lose to a team that they really need to jump. So I, I hate to, I hate to hear that. Um, also, just the bench play was horrendous. Uh, yeah, it looks like they had. Let me add it up real quick. Um. Before you go into that, or like while you're researching that, um, what well, a couple of seventeen, positives. seventeen okay. points for the bench. Gotcha. Nice job. Yeah, great. But um, I, I do want to harp on like some positives. I saw like uh, cutting down on the three point attempts. Um, maybe cutting down. I saw from last game they cut down from like thirteen three point attempts. Uh, like it's nice. Obviously, we're not shooting the three point uh, shot pretty well. But the ball movement looked a lot cleaner from the previous like three games. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, yeah, it's obviously improving. And like we mentioned earlier, like when we have Lamelo in these games, the ball movement is cleaner. Um, hopefully, Gordon can really start cutting to the basket. Everybody else cutting to the basket, looking for open shots, attacking the paint. Um, ball movement looks clean. Uh, PJ is definitely playing well. Like I, I think we're starting to get to the point where we'll see him be more consistent instead of playing two games really well, dropping off, disappearing, 
the next game. Yeah, twenty four in the Pacers game, and then the next game on uh, that Friday against the Cavs, twenty eight. So yeah, yeah, stepping up where he needs to. Mm-hmm. Lamelo, twenty six points, uh, two steals, six assists. Looks like two rebounds. Well, one rebounds. Um, yeah. What do you think about him sitting on that guy's stepping on the guy's foot? You think he should have tucked his feet in? Whose fault is it? Nah, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why I was I actually thought you were probably going to ask that question. Fan like he's not in the wrong. You know, he was sitting down, his feet weren't like crazy spread out anything like that. It's not like he, you know, was just being obnoxious. He was sitting down, he was being a fan. Um my thing was like looking at Clifford's reaction as it all went down. Like he just looked kind of oblivious to it all happening. But the I was trying to ignore it. Like, nah, it didn't happen. He's, yeah. he's fine. He's fine. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even look at the injury report. <laughs> nah, everyone's fine. We aren't 4 and 12. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but honestly, I, I didn't think it was a bad game. Uh, I, I did. Yeah. But I don't think 25 uh, to 113. That, that's a game they needed to win. Are you talking to the uh, Pacers? Yeah, the Pacers. Yeah. But I honestly, man, like, I. I I don't think I would have had him in because look you you said that in the score was one twenty five and one thirteen and then um like bro we only scored what a few points after that injury happened like we were not going to win that game um now it's just unfortunate that he went down yeah should have cleared the benches would have done better than everyone that played <laughs> uh then the next game against the Cavs double OT uh, Cavs were. Kind of reeling before this. I think four or five losses before this game. Mm. Uh, they get Jared Allen back, who's a pivotal. Yeah, he's a pivotal point to that team. Yeah, we've we've heard that a million times. Jared Allen's great. He's proven it. Uh, double overtime. Uh, kept it way closer than. I mean, yeah. they took it to overtime, which is way better than the Hornets should have. Uh, that brings the Cavs to the nine and six currently. Mm. Uh, what were your takeaways? Um. Cavs, they're going to pick it up. But honestly, I, I think this game shows, like, we're not a trash team. I, I feel like this year, like, or the the team is better than what our record shows. You For know, sure. like, we, um, we're going to be one of those tough teams. We're going to be one of those teams that uh, pester you, get under your skin. Like, it's not going to be an easy win when you walk into our arena or vice versa. Um, and then also, you know, that, that spurt of just coming alive, like, uh, Hitting those like four threes within those forty four seconds of the last like uh of the last quarter, like it it's pivotal. It shows like we have fight, but um we got to do that like throughout the whole game. We can't really be lax today. It's cool. It was like a nice little battle going forth. Uh, largest point differential from both teams being thirteen points. Um, it it's definitely challenging to come back from ten points. Um within the NBA because free throws, bonuses, three points, somebody can get hot. One of your players foul out injuries. Like if you can keep a momentum going after 10 points, the game is definitely going to be a lot harder to catch up. And that's with like almost any organization, any team that you play. But um, it, it just shows we're not soft, you know, like and um, a healthy team is beating these Pacers. And then I think, with this last game, a healthy team is beating these Cavs. Yeah, for sure, with the Lamelo. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Kelly, who had 34 points. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, yeah. Again, like the bench not playing well. Total bench points. 
was the 17. So yeah, like the same as last game. Uh, Nick Richards with 13 and 14 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of been yeah. a little quiet last few weeks. Does well the, this game, and then you get Kai Jones with two points. Jalen mm-hmm. McDaniels with two points. That's it. Sometimes I look at this box score and I think it's fake. James Bookmark, <laughs> J- I'm sorry, J- James Bookmark, <laughs> James Booknight uh, with 12 minutes, zero points. Great job, just great. Well, at least he didn't shoot zero for zero, so at least he knows he can't do it. Oh man, it, it's just it, it's the com- at, at first, like as we saw preseason and as we saw the beginning of the season, uh, I think his confidence is a little shaken up. Like we saw him like relentlessly taking the step back threes or the side steps and attempting to hit those threes. But like, as those numbers really started, like really tanking into those like career averages, um, it was kind of sad. It was kind of sad, like seeing them like not hone in or focus, but uh, I don't, I don't know. In terms of faith with book night, maybe just being in the lab or maybe just going back down to the G league real quick. Uh, just picking up some reps might help him out, but I also know JT Thor. Like I really think he should have. Yeah, been I thought he was gonna get some minutes in. I wonder. Yeah, what did the not play coaches this season. Yes, I don't know what Clifford was thinking there. I think I'm all in on Theo Maladon instead of James Booknight right now. Agreed. Yeah, I, I think Theo is has proved it. He's shooting a great percentage. Um, I like I like the uh, what a what a yeah. nice pickup as well as um, being aggressive on defense as well like uh really can't put that stamp of two way player right away uh, just because one he's so young in the league but two like we really don't see that many minutes out of him but he's one of those players who makes the most once he gets on court so I definitely uh applaud him on that uh, we'll go through like the injuries which have been just been coming more and more of a problem mm-hmm. uh mark williams was day-to-day with an ankle injury i guess he got injured in greensboro yeah lamella balls out they, they don't say how long yeah because uh, i think uh, it could be a, a week it could be a month you never know now yeah they at don't this point anything. at this point i think he's he might be out for the remainder of the month maybe closer to like i don't want to say christmas maybe like week before christmas we'll probably see him Play a little more. We're gonna see the team saying he's day to day. He's close. He's day to day. He's close. And this is gonna be January. And where is he? Yeah, we're like <laughs> he just finally makes an appearance. Uh, hopefully, like uh, it's just you know kind of sad that we don't get a consistent basis. And we talked. We literally talked about this right before we started recording that. Um, when players are listed like day to day or questionable, like two hours before you know the game or even listed like game time decision. I really feel like because when I think the league will probably crack down on it uh, in a couple of years that just waiting like game time decisions is kind of necessarily unfair. In Do you think that coaches are just keeping their players are pretending to try to keep their players out so there's a different game plan or yeah, coaches I mean, have to play or yeah. they have to prepare for two different games? Yeah, and like uh, that happens. Like coaches, of course, every coach is like, okay, one game at a time, one game at a time. That that's the head coaches. Assistant coaches are consistently planning ahead in sense of looking at scouting reports, looking at who's doing what, who got injured the last game, who's yeah, playing example, how many minutes. For example, playing and, the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant is a lot different than playing the Nets without. Exactly. Or if Kyrie's there or Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it really does mess with your gameplay. So 
you could think, okay, Mabel will go man. And then like, oh, shoot, now we got to go zone. Or who's going to be hot? Who played well last game? Who got through their spots last game? So uh, I think the league will probably crack down on game time decisions and so forth like that. Do you think LaMelo, his chance of making an all-star team in an all-NBA has just flown past him this year? Uh, it's still early. You know, like it, it's been... Uh, I, yeah, it's been a month. And I always say, like, if people are making, like, MVP runs at, like, the last month and a half worth of the season, then the first month and a half, I'm not saying doesn't matter. It's, like, a bleep in time. But, like, it, it's definitely something, like, kind of course on and press on your mind. Like, okay, this is literally a bleep in the timeline of the NBA. So, um. I wouldn't count it out, but it's definitely, you know, kind of considerable. Like It's starting to look like 10, 15% chance. For yeah, me, yeah. But you got to think when. Especially if he's a, out any longer. Yeah. You got to think when Paul George played, what, 36 games? And uh, he played 36 games and he was right back in the MVP race. And uh, Yeah, but Paul George is an established all star. Yeah. And Lamella's not quite there yet. Well, so. you got to think of all stars as kind of somewhat of a popularity contest, too. So. I don't. I don't think he even has a chance of winning the the popularity contest. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, this out of the guards in the East. Yeah, like we've never been like a good like voter turnout has been poor for the for the Hornets. Yeah, the <laughs> campaign with Kemba was. <laughs> it, it was kind of laughable. He deserved it though. I think he got that spot because he actually deserved it. He was Kemba was never a starter, right? We never got him voted in. No, he wasn't a starter, but right. he. Uh, and he should have at some points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. also out. Uh, unclear when he's coming out. Well, he says it's questionable for tonight's mm. game against the Wizards. Uh, uh, he's I, had a trouble with injuries in the past. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, Would you go. rest him? Would you rest him this night? That's a tough question. In my opinion, I would. I mean, it's a long season, man. And it's the Wizards. We're going to play them again. I, I think it's up to him. Hey, you want to go? Don't want to go? Yeah, honestly. I'm not going to hold it against you. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hold it against him for one, knowing he battled some type of injuries in, uh, previously in his career. Um, Honestly, <laughs> I want to say start book night, but get that man some minutes. Uh, Cody Martin also out. We talked about that last yeah. week. And uh, Gordon came back last game. He had 13 points, mm-hmm. six rebounds, seven assists. There's a reason we didn't talk about him because he's always a non-factor. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, our wins and losses with and without him are crazy, but he's been, like, quiet this year. Yeah, like, he's we been can't quiet, have him but... just putting quiet 20s up every night. Like, you need to step up. But I, I won't – I'm not going to, like, you know, blame him for that because he definitely plays better when he has, like, when he's not in control of the offense. Like, when the offense moves through him and he has those quiet 20s and so forth, it's like, okay, man, like, we get it. It seems forceful instead of actually letting the game come to him. So when he's paired with even a decent-graded point guard or shooting guard, somebody who's able to distribute the ball, that's where he shines. We'll talk more about Gordon after the break. Uh, you're listening to Seventh of the Game, Charlotte Hornets Fancast on ESPNCLT.com. Welcome back to Seventh of the Game, Charlotte Hornets Fancast. Uh, Scott, we talked a bit about Gordon before the break. Uh, there's some slight rumors from several uh-huh. different outlets saying the Heat and the Mavericks have interest. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but <laughs> the Lakers have also been thrown about there earlier this season. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I could see Mavs. I'm not really sure what the Heat would want with them. Um, in terms of like, it, it just seems one sided. All these trades seem one sided. Um, for example, the Mavs, like the people who I'm looking at, like that are available on trade block. Um, for example, just one person like Davis uh, Beltrans. Uh, he's not completely healthy. Uh, he's not even healthy to trade at this point. He's 30 years old. Um, he shoots a solid like 86% from the three point and then uh, averages what? 39.8% uh, average uh, just from like the field. But he uh, averages like eight points. So when I see stats like that, I'm like, oh man, like he's a selective shooter. He's a good shooter, but he doesn't shoot, you know, and like you kind of need some offensive firepower. We can't have our front court like carrying this team already our front court is really carrying our defense and doing extremely well with kelly and uh and terry really getting in there and applying some pressure um i mean looking at their roster there's not too much we could there's not yeah them. i think christian wood's probably the guy the hornets are looking at but i don't Taking i don't on like contract like i don't that. like getting guys that we should have had in the first place exactly. like we had him i think 2015 ish or something mm -hmm. before that i think and I really liked him. Uh, you can tell he's like pretty raw, but I didn't think he'd blow up like this. But I don't think we should have got Brenda of him. Mm. I think Spencer did win he maybe, but he seems to be pretty established there. I don't yeah, think but would you want another guard? Well, the Terry's also like constantly in the, the yeah the trade Terry's, block, so. but honestly, I I keep Terry at all costs. Yeah, I like Terry a little more than I don't know about all costs, but I think I like him a little <laughs> bit more than Dinwiddie. Mm -hmm. The Heat. I mean, I can't even think of like who would. Who yeah, would like, work. bro, if we're not getting Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, or Tyler Hero, then the, the the talks are dead, in my opinion. But then again, Miami's not trading any three of those pieces at all to us. Tyler Hero was the only one. Was like, all right, maybe, yeah, I, but that's like, the only they way I could do that. see leeway. But I no, because what would we get back? You know, Max Struess or freaking Oladipo, Oladipo, but Oladipo who's played. Maybe thirty games in the past three years. Duncan Robinson, like maybe him a part of it. I don't think they want him. Um, Caleb Martin, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, like we, like you mentioned earlier, why why bring somebody back if we already? It's just. Could a you mess. imagine a Martin for Martin <laughs> trade? What if they did that? Oh man, honestly, that'd probably be like the easiest exchange. Kind of like uh Oh man, just slipped my head. How Larry Nance Jr. and plays for the Trailblazers. Uh, Josh Hart just switched keys, houses, leases. <laughs> all they, Yeah, that's all they did. They just turned each other's leases over. But um, honestly, I mean, Caleb man, Martin for Cody Martin, that would be like, I give you 99 cents, you give me a dollar. Yeah. I don't even know which one's better, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think either team makes sense that – Mm -hmm. for the hornets i mean of course they're giving us picks again like i don't think the mavericks picks are that great i think the heat maybe like they're always like one year away from a free fall yeah if they find a way to put they find a way together. to like put it back together and they always pick up somebody who's undrafted or <laughs> who's like kind of making a name for themselves in the league which is our respect um and then of course the lakers are always in the trade rumors um I I see Kendrick Nunn being floated around all the time. I can't imagine him in a uh in a Hornets jersey, just because like his performance with the Lakers is kind of like non-existent. 
I mean, earlier in the season, we talked a lot about maybe Russell Westbrook and that, like, mm-hmm. hey, you give us to Russell we give, and give us picks. We take on his contract. They seem to be dealing with him or managing yeah, and with I, him. I'm, I'm so that might think, be yeah, out the I'm out starting the to think he's off the table. And, like, rightfully so. Like I mentioned, I, I felt like this was going to be Westbrook's, like, bounce back year. Um, I don't know if it will find him back into starting rotation. I like him coming off the bench. But, um... I don't know. I, I don't know. It's definitely interesting. Yeah, everyone keeps saying trade, 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 but there's just nothing. And, nothing yeah. makes sense. Chicago is a team I look at. Because Chicago because needs ball. a guard. Right. And and the Lonzo Ball thing, he's hurt. Gordon's hurt. Hey, have a hurt guy. We'll take your hurt guy. I think yeah. that's a possibility. I would love to see. And the, the ball like connection, yeah, I would of love to see the two brothers play together. But it, it's definitely going to be interesting of, you know, what Chicago does for a point guard and what point guard that they get. Um I, I see the Knicks are also in the lure of like trade rumors. Um Derek Rose, Cam Reddish, uh Evan Fournier. He might be a uh somebody on the trading block, but I wouldn't mind having any three of those players on this team. It's just a matter of what we give up. I mean there's a lot of Players in Chicago, I'd like Colby White. Yeah, uh, I would love Patrick to get Kobe Williams, over here. Uh, ball. I think Vucevic is a possibility. Uh, I think I think he's set right now just because of one. He kind of just got there. It's not. I don't wouldn't really call it an experiment, but it's just somebody they kind of need over there right now. Uh, Drummond probably won't be on that team much longer. He'll probably finish out his contract. Uh, I mean, the Bulls are 6-10, and 10, not that great. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure they expected a better start. So I definitely think that's a, a partner. They're, yeah. They are, uh, they're on a four-game losing streak. So. Yeah. yeah. And then Zach Levine's been out, like, in and out of the season. That's so. somebody I'd love, but definitely wouldn't happen. Uh, they definitely won't trade him. Yeah. And then plus him coming out of free agency, the money he's attempting or, or going to attempt to ask for is going to be astronomical, given his uh, NBA resume. So... That's definitely interesting, something to take a peek at. Last bit of news, Miles Bridges, the Pistons and Lakers are rumored to be interested in him. Yeah. Um, the Pistons, because that's his hometown connection. Yeah. Uh, the Lakers, Clutch Sports. Not a big surprise. Um, I mean, with, he's talented enough where people would look at him, despite the circumstances. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Some players need a fresh start. Some players just kind of got to get away from some stuff. Um. When you look at players who kind of leave the Hornets and then like go elsewhere, they start to, they start to kind of. I want to say flourish. I think they suck. Yeah. Well, I mean, Malik I Monk has Malik, been better than he was here, but that's not saying much. Uh, Frank Kaminsky yeah. has bounced around. Michael Kidd Gilchrist uh, flaked out the league. Mm. Well, I'll, I'll say the only Nick out of the players, has been yeah. manageable, but he, he didn't <laughs> live up to the contract. Yeah, obviously. out of the players that you mentioned, I'll, I'll probably just say Malik Monk. Probably just got the bag just for playing with Braun. Uh, his three point and his like actual field. Jeremy goal Lamb hurt. Up. Kimba Walker. Yeah, yeah, bro. Kimba just had a bad break in Boston. First of all, he wasn't even healthy when he went over there, and then they forced him to go play. It was just bad. I like I feel for the man in that situation. But when you're looking at Kaminsky and Kilga, like first of all, I'm not going to get into my Kilga Chris. Like I don't think he should have been that high of a draft pick. Um. But it's just, and I'm saying that in hindsight, but it's definitely going to be interesting to see how these trade rumors play out. 
it could end up like this offseason where rumors are just rumors. Um, but I will say if we are involved in any trade, it might very well end up being a three-team trade just due to the contracts that have to be managed with all these people in trade talks. Going back to the Miles Bridges, do you th- where do you think he ends up? Uh, I think he finishes up or yeah, I think he finishes up his contract here. I think we re-sign him. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah. I mean, the team's been—I wouldn't—I don't, don't want to call it loyal, but they've been supportive, maybe. So, yeah, I, I as much as they can throughout yeah. his whole situation. Uh, but the Pistons—they're not good. Like uh, not, everyone kept telling me, "Oh, they're going to be so good. They're three and 14. Yeah, and I don't. Stink. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're an extremely young team. They're not going to be any better next year, even with Miles Bridges. Yeah, the Lakers. Still not a, not a better situ- situation than what we have here. Yeah. He's coming back here. Well, I don't know, man. Like, if I'm Miles and, you know, pro- well, actually, I'll never say that. When you look You're at Miles? it. No, heck no. <laughs> when you when you start to look at the situation given at hand, like, do you stay in a city that's kind of loyal to you in a sense? Or do you want to start over, get a fresh new start? People can throw a fit, complain, say, oh, I'm if. Miles Bridges comes back. I'm not supporting that, the team. The team is not paying attention to that. The they team, are here to no, win games. Yeah, and that's not, bro. When it comes to sports and situations like this, everything is being brushed under the rug. Like every, yeah, people just kind of don't care or brush it under the rug. When you look at athletes like Deshaun Watson, when you look at athletes like uh, Hernandez, like everybody is just like, oh, okay. I don't Whatever. know about Hernandez. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, Devontae Adams. Like, everybody's just like, oh, okay, yeah, he pushed that guy. Or, okay, yeah, like, he had a DUI charge. Like, forget his I think the best job. comparison is Jason Kidd. Yeah. I mean, it, Jason Kidd got in trouble for the exact same thing, getting yeah. his wife, had a great career, now is a pretty Yeah, nobody even brings it up coach. anymore. Some people don't even know, you know, and <laughs> it's, yeah, when it comes to sports, this the standard is uh, definitely head-scratching. Uh, another well, we'll head head into Pickums. That's all our news for today. Mm-hmm. Um, next couple games we got tonight against the Wizards. I'm gonna go Hornets because I hate the Wizards. <laughs> uh, I think Kuzma might go off for 30 tonight, so I'm uh, I'm gonna give us a L. I think Kuzma <laughs> stinks. Uh, in other games, the Sixers on Wednesday. Sixers kind of found themselves since they're. Pretty poor start. Yeah, but Maxi is out. Harden is out. Embiid has to carry. Ooh, I like uh, that you meant that. And then um, Tobias Harris is day-to-day, who is also in trade talks and rumors, and we've also been in talks of looking at Tobias. Um, I would like that trade five years ago. <laughs> not, five yeah, not five years ago. <laughs> like, right now, I don't know, man. I'm going to – it's in Charlotte. Their team travels well. I'm gonna go Hornets. Two and two so far this week. I'm sorry, two and zero. Um, I don't, man. I don't know, man. Like taking advantage of the mismatches and looking at every. Ah, uh, I'll give it to the Hornets just because I, I just want to see them win that game. Uh, the Timberwolves. The first time they wear the black CLT jersey. I'm gonna go Hornets again with three wins this week. Uh, mostly because that Timberwolves, Timberwolves, quit laughing at me. It's gonna happen. Uh, the Timberwolves seems is a complete joke. Um, they've had problems all season. Yeah, I, I mentioned earlier. I'm not like super fond. I don't want to call it an experiment, but like what they have going on. Like Anthony Edwards isn't. This was supposed to be the year he made that leap. But when you're clowning up the paint and you have 
two of the slowest big men in the league, like kind of slacking to get back or just move the ball around, it's going to be tough. But um, if he takes advantage of the guards uh, that we don't have in, that nah, actually screw it. I, I'll, I'll just give it to the Hornets. I think we'll win that game. You have Carl Anthony Towns calling out Anthony Edwards for, oh, he eats too much Popeyes. So worry about yourself, dude. Yeah, like you've not, been on this team since 2015. What have you done? And not only that, but it, it's very clear and evident. Last year, I remember I stayed up and watched this game. Uh, it's the game that they actually. Uh, um, it's the game that they won when Patrick Beverly is like going crazy, jumping up in the stands, and uh, Anthony Edwards is talking about like holding his players accountable. Like, mind you, this is this man's like second year in the league. He was like, yeah, I'm telling Cat to be aggressive. When you have somebody who's only been in the league for two years and is having as good and dominant of a career that he's having to tell you what to do, and I don't know, man. It's just not looking super great. Remember those idiots that said that Anthony Edwards should have been rookie of the year instead of LaMelo? So dumb. Uh, amen. He was hooping. He was hooping, but I, I definitely probably would have just gave it to Lamelo. I'll also say this about the Timberwolves: we're definitely going to. I don't know if it will happen this season or next season, where Anthony Edwards is like, "Oh, it's either Cat or me." Uh, no, I, I agree with you. And I, I think the Hornets, you can literally see it. You Hornets see it. will be the n- close to the top of teams saying, "Like, hey, we might take them." Yeah, I don't like Cat's personality at all. He seems like the biggest loser on the planet. <laughs> but in terms of talent, like I've always liked him. Yeah, do you uh, notice he makes his voice deeper during interviews? I think he sounds girly during interviews. <laughs> he's hilarious. He, he's a character. But, I think um, he's embarrassing. Like that story ta- he told last All Star game about meeting Michael Jordan. Scratch that. I think the Hornets wouldn't even bother because Michael Jordan would be just so embarrassed to, to, <laughs> to be seen with this guy. I mean, we've we've has we've had our share of like draft picks, man. So. Well, that'll do it for <laughs> for this week. Uh, anything else you? Uh, no, record? no. I'm just hoping no crazy trades are made or no injuries, anything like that. We can just at least get through Thanksgiving with a win. Uh, for sure. Real quick, I'll mention that Dwight Howard has been playing in. He Taiwan. is hooping. Uh, had an amazing stat line: thirty-eight points, twenty-five points, nine assists. Uh, he did stuff like that in Charlotte, just without the assist. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, congrats to Dwight. Yeah, I, I I'm loving this for him. I, I'm I'm so sad he's out the league. Just the way people were treating him, organizations. But I'm happy for Dwight. Maybe the Hornets. Maybe. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Seventh of the Game, Charlotte Hornets Fancast. You can find us here every week on ESPNCLT.com. So long.